Welcome to the Law of Love podcast for everyday alchemy. My name is Andrea Alejandre, your spiritual bestie and mystic next door. My intention with this podcast is to have a safe space to discuss and ponder our human reality, diving into shamanism, spirituality, personal development, energetics, mindset, money, magic, and so much more. Make sure to join me every week for a journey into consciousness and expansion. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Law of Love. As always, this is your girl, Andrea. I have so much that I want to share with you guys and just dive right in, but I owe it to you to give you an explanation. What happened with Mystic Medicine? What's going on with Shelby? Why is this back to The Law of Love? And well, y'all, the easiest answer is I missed you. I missed solo podcasting. The law of love is a vibe. I know it. You know it. We love it. And it was deeply, deeply missed. There is no drama. There is no sadness. There is no grief in releasing Mystic Medicine. It was a lot of fun. It was so beautiful while it lasted. And Shelby and I absolutely loved doing it but we love and loved our own podcasts and had so much fun doing solo podcasts so we decided it was for the best that we each went back to what we do best which is for me the law of love and for Shelby, Shelby Speaks. So make sure you follow Shelby Speaks anywhere you get your podcasts And as always, I'm so happy, honored, and thankful to have you here. I appreciate you so, so much, and I love you to the moon and back. I also am sure that you guys are wondering if Shelby and I are okay, and let me remind y'all, conscious conflict is key. Uh, There really actually wasn't even conflict. It was more like, hey, I'm super busy and, you know, got a thousand things going on, And it was hard to find time to record together, especially now that we live further away. I also want to give a massive shout out to Shelby because she is doing some amazing, beautiful work and collaborating with so many different people. And there just was a lot going on. So her and I as friends are closer than ever. We are finding a new evolution, a new iteration of our friendship as we develop a relationship and a friendship that's, you know, a little different now that I'm not living in Sedona, just around the block from her, but it's still beautiful. We still hang out. We talk multiple times a week, and frankly, I am, as always, obsessed with her. So, so thankful that she is a dear soul sister. So that's the scoop. Not much of the scoop other than Mystic Medicine was great. It evolved and now it's back to the law of love, which, come on, tell me you didn't miss me. I sure as hell missed you guys. I will say though, this episode is one of those episodes that needs to come out and be talked about, but I have been personally avoiding it because even though it was beautiful and it happened and it needed to happen the way it did, I can't help but feeling like a failure. That's it. I said it. It's out there. No taking it back. I feel like I failed, even though 
it was a it was a mutual agreement that mystic medicine you know arose and then it was time to let it go even though it showed me so much clarity and it gave me um some deep some deep personal understandings around myself and how I show up in partnership and relationships in community in all sorts of different ways it really felt like oh shit it didn't work out or it didn't happen the way I wanted it to happen or thought it would happen and I failed and that brought me shame and as we know with shadows and shame what do we got to do? We got to put some light on those bad boys. So here we are shining the light on the fact that Andrea felt shadow and shame around failure and failing. And of course, it started to bring up all of these other underlying beliefs about whether or not I was good enough, whether or not I was worthy, whether or not what I had to say was important, relevant, whatever it is, you name it, I was processing through it. I had to come to a deep realization around failure. I'm not going to lie, as the oldest child in a family of immigrants, in a family of hardworking, Hispanic, traditional, very Catholic culture, I have no other way to say that, I am used to the thought that unless I am constantly producing perfection, then I am unworthy. A lot of these thoughts, a lot of these emotions and feelings aren't even necessarily mine. They have been inherited from my mother and my mother's mother and so on and so forth in what used to be a state of survival. And now that I'm not in a state of survival, now that I am the first in my generations to not have to work excruciating hours to make minimum wage to just pass by, There has been a lot of guilt in my own personal life, just guilt around getting a day off in the middle of the week, guilt around having a job that I love and get to wake up excited about. I've had guilt around not having children yet as I enter my Saturn return in my 27th year shit's changing and there's definitely a lot of guilt about where and how good and delicious my life feels compared to what my mother and my grandmother and her mother had to go through and even my on my father's side lineage has been coming up for me a lot recently and I'm realizing that they didn't have an option to fail in a lot of the things that they had to endure and so this is kind of a newfound fear for me it shows up in different ways. For them, failure essentially meant death, right? If you fail at taking care of your family, if you fail at bringing food home, if you fail at keeping a roof over our heads, that's that's intense and deep failure. But is it mine? Is that my story? Now for me, failure looks like trying something and it not working out or not going the way that I thought it would. And somehow my body still receives that as a death sentence it still receives that as fight flight or freeze and y'all that's why it took me so long to get on this podcast and talk to you about it because I was in a deep state of freeze somewhere deep in my subconscious there was this belief that because it wasn't perfect and we didn't blow up and it didn't go exactly how I had envisioned that it would go 
that now I was like canceled and please who's canceling me other than myself also side note on cancel culture I'm over it can we cancel cancel culture please and thank you but essentially I had to sit with failure and I had to sit with the fear of failure and the more that I sat with it the more that I realized that there was so much in my life that I had not done and had rejected or had started but then talked myself out of so much self-sabotage because of the fear of failure more than failure itself. So I was like, cool, this is new. I'm noticing that the fear is what's actually paralyzing me, but the times that I have failed Those have been expansive, painful, but expansive in moments of deep clarity, moments of recognizing that if it wasn't for this failure, I wouldn't have the change of perspective that I've had. I wouldn't have the viewpoints. I wouldn't have the insights and the downloads that I'm getting I don't learn a lot. I don't know about you, but I don't learn a lot when I am thriving and happy and excited. I'm in those moments and I'm embracing them, but the moments where I am learning and actually growing the most are where I feel like I have failed, whether that is myself, whether that is my community, whether that is in something that I am not loving in my life. All those same emotions kind of feel like failure, even if it's, oh, I missed a workout, that that kind of feels like failure. Or, oh shit, I talked back to someone in a rude way, that feels like failure internally to me. So here I am, outing my shadow around feeling like a failure, and I'm also (laughs) starting to get to a place where I'm realizing that I'm not alone. I've been in some amazing spaces with beautiful light workers, and it's a common feeling, it's a common sentiment, it's something that's shared among everyone because reality is, as a soulful business owner, most of the time, we have no fucking clue what we're doing. There's so much trust and surrender in the universe, and even if there's not, you still don't know what's going to happen. Life is unprecedented these days. But as I'm listening to other soulpreneurs talk about their fear of failure and their fears of rejection and their fears of, oh my gosh, this isn't going to work. Everything I've worked for is going to fall by the wayside. Maybe I should just burn it down. Maybe I should not even try. What happens if I don't show up? Would it be easier to just go back to a regular job? All of these things have been showing me a lot of where I'm holding myself back. I see these amazing humans with such talent and so much wisdom to embark and share with this world and I laugh. I laugh because I think, how could you be scared of failure? How could you, this amazing, beautiful, smart, intelligent, wise being, be scared of rejection when I can't get enough of your wisdom, when I can't get enough of remembering through your words? And here's the funniest part. Every time I go into meditation with my highest self, Yo, she says the same thing. She's like laughing in the most loving way at the fear that I have around the unknown when 
that's the fucking beautiful part getting surprised by the universe the synchronicities the ways that things happen in the least expected possible outcomes that's part of the beauty that's part of the magic the not knowing how it's gonna happen but the full faith surrendering that it will and i'm gonna call myself out again my heart is thumping in my ears and pounding so loud I can hardly hear myself speak because there's so much shame in admitting that this is where I am. There's shame in admitting that even years later I still am not sure if I'm doing the right thing, if this is helping anyone. But here's the thing, the more that I show up, the more that I fail. And the more that I fail, the more I'm realizing that I'm showing up. Because here's the thing, if I wasn't showing up, I would not be failing. If I wasn't trying new things, if I wasn't doing the work, then I would be, sure, not failing, but I would be stagnant. I would be in the same place, doing the same thing, and not growing, not expanding, and not living the best life of my dreams, the life that I desire to live. I can't tell you how many times I failed in business before I finally found a way that works for me. And even as I evolve and these different layers fall off, I consider them failure. But in reality, I'm just shedding to find the newest, most updated, highest version of myself. My ego wants to hold on to this belief that I can show up and somehow I am going to be unique and marvelous and spectacular. One day I'm just going to wake up and everything's going to be there and that's not how it works. It takes time, it takes effort, it takes failure. Learning to love and embrace failure for me has really looked like learning to love and embrace my imperfections. Everything about me that I once thought I needed to change embracing those has proven to be the key everything that i thought was imperfect about me has resulted in truly being not only the magic and the potent medicine for myself but also for others so here i am with my heart on my sleeve saying hey i feel like a failure but i love the law of love podcast i love you guys i love coming on here and sharing Just the process of being human. Someone shared the other day on Instagram about the spiral and how as we ascend, we are ascending in a spiral motion, right? So we are going up and expanding and learning and growing. And even then, we're going to come back to the same patterns, some of the same people, some of the same circumstances and situations. And it feels like, fuck. I thought I was past this. I thought I was better than this. I thought I had healed this. And it's not that you haven't. It's that you're given the opportunity to show just how far you've come and how much growth you've already gained. So as I spiral back to these moments of needing or feeling like I am imperfect and so I should just hide and not show up, I push myself even more in so much love and so much surrender, knowing that I have been here before and there have been even longer periods where I didn't show up. Periods where I was even harsher to myself than I am now. 
periods where I didn't understand that this was a growing pain and instead I continued to harm myself further with substances or numbing or distractions or falling back into toxic traits and toxic patterns. But this time around the spiral, I see it, I catch it, I acknowledge it, I address it. I bring light to the areas where, frankly, I want to keep hidden in a closet. And guess what? When I bring the light in, it's like, boom, we good. It's good. It's all good. I hope that me sharing my perspective shift around failure allows you to embrace failure. Fuck, to love failure. I'm not there yet, so if you figure that one out, send me a DM. I hope that I haven't lost y'all. I hope that the law of love can regain the momentum that we had before, that continued through mystic medicine. Although the vibe was a little different in mystic medicine, I really, really do think that there's something special with the law of love, and I would love to keep this going. So I hope that you continue to join me. I hope that you find yourself excited to tune in every week. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for coming along on this journey. I've learned so much about myself in the last six months, and even though it felt like the deepest and darkest night of the soul I've ever been through, it's been one of the most transformational periods where on the other side, I know exactly what I don't want and I know exactly what doesn't work for me and I know exactly why I'm doing what I'm doing. So I think that's it. I love you so much. I appreciate you so much. Remember to embrace failure. I love you. Bye. Thank you so much for being here and joining me for another episode of The Law of Love. I hope you got a nugget of wisdom, inspiration, or aha. Don't forget to subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you would like to support the podcast, please leave me a review and remember to share with a fellow spiritual bestie. I always want to hear from you, so go ahead and slide into my DMs at andrea.lovelove on Instagram, or you can always send me an email at thelawoflovepod at gmail.com. I will see you on the next one.